Hello and welcome to the Van Podcast, a podcast series from Visual Artists Ireland. My name is Joanne Laws and I am editor of the Visual Artists News Sheet. Published every two months, the Van Podcast features online conversations recorded remotely with various contributors to each issue of the Van. This gives opportunities to discuss ideas arising from published texts while also offering insights into wider practice. Today I'm joined online by Emma Campbell and Claude Lavelle, members of the Belfast-based collective Array, whose work encompasses performances, protest rallies, exhibitions and collaborative actions in response to issues affecting Northern Ireland. Recent projects include public artworks in support of the decriminalisation of abortion in the North, challenging the legislative discrimination of the queer community and participation in the group exhibition Gerwood Collaborate in London. Array are shortlisted for this year's Turner Prize, along with four other UK-based collectives. The jury commended how Array fused seriousness with humour while addressing contemporary issues using ancient folk imagery. Hello, you're very welcome. Uh, first off, we were thrilled to hear that Array has been nominated for this year's Turner Prize, along with four other UK-based collectives. So massive congratulations on that. It must feel really surreal for you. Um, I know we can't discuss the work that you're going to be showing as part of the Turner Prize exhibition at the Herbert Gallery Museum in Coventry from September onward. But maybe you could tell us, um, I mean, as I understand it, Turner Prize nominations usually arise in response to specific artworks um, that have been exhibited over the last year or so. Um, so in this instance, do you have a sense of which exhibition or body of work caught the attention of the judges um, and resulted in a raise nomination? Yeah, hi. Uh, first of all, just to say I'm Emma from Array and I'm with Cloda from Array. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks so much, Joanne, for having us on the podcast. Amazing. Yeah, Happy to be here. And it still does feel really bizarre when you hear <laughs> you congratulating us for being nominated. It's still a bit of a wild ride. So, um, but as you know, as far as we understood from the jurors this year, that um, they were specifically trying to respond to the year everybody's had, mm -hmm. um, and uh, in doing so, we're trying to look at uh, arts collectives who had in some way responded or kept up some kind of version of their practice mm -hmm. <clears throat> even during lockdown that kind of was maybe around some sort of community cohesion or group cohesion uh and then there, you know they have also mentioned the the Jerwood show that we did in London as well but I think mm -hmm. to be honest actually the social media was quite a big part of it <laughs> <laughs> of which I do most of <laughs> I've blown my own trumpet I know but I think I think so much of it was like, you know, normally it is on a um, an exhibition that has ha has happened previously, but because no galleries were open and people weren't really working on their own as artists kind of in studios and galleries, I suppose groups that were visibly still trying to work together. So we would have done like we created videos, we did lots of like <laughs> the social media was a lot of like, happy to Tom, happy birthday to <laughs> Stephen, happy birthday to, but just that we sort of kept a sense of community and, you know, we did a lot of screenings together, dress up screenings, kind of maybe even around issues like we watched the DUP opera. Um, and I suppose just that visibility that we were like working together, even though we were all separately isolated kind of thing. 
I think that had a big part to play in our nomination, I'd say. Yeah, and there's also, we were asked to do a video for AN, because yeah. um, they had a special um, series of events around artists creating change. And I think uh, making that video was quite a, a nice coming together experience as well for us. And the, the jurors have mentioned that a couple of times as well. Yeah, it's kind of like if you haven't heard of a Ray Collective, it's a sort of um, beginner's guide <laughs> to what we do. Um, and it was just lovely to sort of make that content. I think it made us sort of reflect on what, what it is we do do. That was a big part of it, I'd say, too, the video. Yeah, so what, like one of the, the issues that we're trying to grapple with, and we're not the only collective either, mm -hmm. um, is how do we translate our practice into this kind of gallery in a, in a far yeah. more slick than we're used to gallery <laughs> environment. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we're, we're having a lot of um, thinking and problem solving around that at the minute. Yeah, excellent. Um, maybe I could ask you about the, the rationale for originally establishing the Array Collective. Um, I know that you're all practicing artists and some of you are members of Array Studios in Belfast. Um, but did you have any kind of founding principles in terms of your collective identity, including how you might begin to define a discourse or build communities and audiences for your collaborative practice? Uh, we like we have been asked similar questions a few mm. times, and I think uh, we're all of the opinion that it, it happened organically at first. Mm -hmm. uh, and part of the reason for that is, you know, there are a lot of overlapping friendship and yeah. art practice and community practice relationships um, in Array Studios Plus Plus. Um, but also, uh, we just were all at the same protests and rallies, and all of us in, in some way were directly affected by the stuff we were protesting about. You know, we weren't, mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't like we were flying into like a, a different community to to yeah. to speak on behalf of anyone else it was more like um here are some issues that are really pertinent to all of us yeah equal marriage abortion rights yeah exactly yeah and even the uh, even when we were asked to do the work on the gentrification issue mm. with cfcq it was still um it was still something that was really uh close to us and and directly affected lots of us as well so um but I do think when when uh, particular years, like maybe 2016 and 2017, when when the pace of change towards equal marriage and um, abortion rights was really kind of speeding up, then we were just naturally there together more and more often. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, you know, a couple of people in Array also, you know, worked on the activist stall for Lands for Choice and yeah. a couple of people were doing stuff uh, with Outburst and Pride and um, Mal uh, in the Green Party does lots of queer activism. So there are loads of things just, I guess, that naturally happen. But totally. when we were at, when we were asked to go for the Jerwood, um, uh, the Jerwood Collectives thing in London, that's when we probably most formalised what we were about, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think it, it was so organic. Like there was one, that one bit, wasn't it? 2016, we used to say we we should get Fitbits for the amount of walking we're doing on the streets to count our steps <laughs> every week, yeah. you know. And yeah, so much just natural friendships, natural, like, not just like, oh, here's our ideals, here's our political beliefs, let's form a collective. Just hanging out together and socialising together and having the same 
ideas, have them crack together. Um, but yeah, the Gerwood show, I think we were like, oh, just logistically, like we are a collective, you know, mm. we, rather than 11 people that just, you know, have, the, it was more like a kind of like logistically, you know, this, let's formalize this because this is what we do. We put so much work into this and we do, yeah, we do so much work that we are kind of like a we group. Yeah. And we, but always open to other people too. And, we had a you know we had a bit of we didn't talk about core values necessarily because i feel like they were implicit in some ways but yeah. uh we maybe wrote you know we that's when we wrote down i guess what we were about for the sherwood so yeah uh yeah, um, yeah and when we did the symposium in december 2019 we had like a, a house rules thing which was really more specifically about the symposium but the elements of um being respectful to each other but also having the crack you know yeah uh whilst talking about sometimes really quite serious issues i think so yeah yeah treat others as you would like to be treated um you know in a friendly respected manner get out and do your political work with your local activist groups and have a laugh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but we're all about hospitality and hospitality and activism and karaoke and food <laughs> yeah. dancing <laughs> and acting the maggot <laughs> uh, maybe just to speak a bit more about the the political situation in northern ireland which is central to your projects i mean often these take the form of public processions rallies and um, material activism on issues like as you've already mentioned uh, reproductive rights uh, the decriminalization of abortion as well as same-sex marriage, which only became legal in Northern Ireland last year. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you could discuss the role of art in, in mediating or giving visibility to national conversations such as these. Yeah, I think um, art was really central to the campaign for uh, abortion rights, particularly because that's just my um, own particular specialism in North and South in Ireland. And uh, I think what it does is a number of things. It it helps people uh, connect with something, you know, feel part of a community yeah. um, that isn't just in a way that's dry statistics. Um, and I think the things that work really well in protests and rallies are these kind of repetitive motifs that you can engage with. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if you think about um, uh, Leanne Dunn's um, repeal jumper and things like that, things that people can very easily identify with. And then even when they're not in that big crowd, they can still identify themselves as part of a larger kind of group or a larger community. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, in a, in a not in the streets way, in a reflective way, artists can also bring a bit more reflection and nuance to a conversation about what are sometimes really difficult issues. And then the, you know, the flip side of that is because sometimes these issues are so serious mm -hmm. and so, um, you know, traumatic for many people that mm -hmm. uh, it's nice to be able to have something that can lighten lighten the load a little bit or um, have a bit of a sense of humor. Uh, and I think that's, you know, we, 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 we've done a little bit of those in different ways, in different <laughs> forms. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think just a little bit of color and spectacle is really key. And, it's been important for social movements for you know hundreds of years. It's always been really important. If you think of all the uh, trade union banners or suffragette mm -hmm. banners or um, all the important art of um, you know the Irish Rebellion and, and so forth, like the you know these things have always been really important. 
Um, however, <laughs> like, no, you know, none of us are under any illusions that it's the art that makes the change. Like, we, you know, we're very aware that we are part of like larger movements where, mm. where there's a whole ton of stuff going on and we're just one part of it, you know, nothing on its own never makes that change. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, I also wanted to ask you, um, I suppose it's worth noting that many of you have backgrounds in artist led spaces. Um, so presumably this artist-led grounding and ethos has shaped your working methods as, a, as an art collective. Um, has it kind of allowed you to build on the momentum generated through experimental DIY socially engaged practice um, and the harnessing of interdependent networks? I think, in fact, a lot of the practice in the group comes from uh, a load of us are involved in community and activist organisations. Uh, and a load of us are involved in work with young people. Yeah, yeah. like you were saying before, Clodagh, about how nice it is that we check in with each other in the thread that we have. Shout out to Stephen in our group, like even with the whole Turner thing, you know, it's, it's a big thing, like, and it came as a surprise. We didn't nominate ourselves. Yeah. Like Stephen has a heads turned Slack channel, as in if anyone is struggling, find it too overwhelming, we kind of, are there to support each other what we can do and let's be reasonable about what we can actually achieve with it you know or what we can input in and that kind of thing but I think that's really really important to do in the arts world yeah. when the culture of working for nothing is still quite the case yeah and we're very clear with each other that you know we don't expect everybody to be putting in 100% all the time that's one of the joys of having yeah. 11 of us and absolutely you know, life happens and people have one or two jobs and caring responsibilities. So it's very much about um, making accommodations for that and making sure nobody feels too much under pressure, I guess, as well. Yeah, well, that is the beauty of collectives. That's one of the real beauties of it is that like someone can pick up where you leave off because you can't do it or, you know, it isn't like, yeah, I do the social media, but I'm not a comms team. Yeah. <laughs> someone else will pick it up and chime in and other people will help and that is, the joy yeah of it that it keeps the the machine keeps ticking but you don't have to like be you know burning yourself out basically and there's also something about um safety in being with your people you know finding yeah. your people um the kind of people that you don't have to explain yourself to all the time yeah um and that's i think that's really important as well yeah power in numbers absolutely well, I think that leads naturally on to my, my last question. Um, I definitely think it's worth considering the dynamic of friendship here, um, which, as we've seen throughout modern art history, has sustained all kinds of co-ops and collectives and artist-led projects. Um, and so while artistic collaboration, expertise, care, peer support, shared labor, all these things are central to the process of making things public, but it's actually friendship and the desire for collectivity. I mean, you've already mentioned <laughs> the parties, the shared meals, the common interests. These are the, these things allow um, your projects to endure. And so I suppose um, to ask you, are you all good friends? Well, so far anyway. <laughs> we cannot stand each other, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that is absolutely like absolutely key to us. We 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 are friends, like really we started because we enjoy each other's company with deep love and respect um for each other. 
I don't think we'd, because of the culture, going back to like doing everything for nothing, you could so easily give it up if you were all driving each other yeah. soft, yeah. as my sister would say. <laughs> um, but yeah, so love, respect and respect for each other. We like each other. We like each other's company. We drink together. We dance together. We have the crack. Like, it's not a very, I don't mean, I'm sure you done any research on us you'd know that it's not a very serious like we we do enjoy coming up with ideas and sparking off and and that is definitely rooted in friendship and care for each other yeah and we do and that's more important than anything else like I really do think that is the most important like the self-care thread yeah we're not like yes this is really important to us in our careers as artists are so important to us but our relationships with each other and the well-being of each other is so so key yeah and and I think that even goes beyond the 11 of us in a way like yeah you know we don't just lift up each other and each other's work and and all the rest of it like we we want to we want to share that love with with the other people who are friends of the community and yeah uh, like drawing attention to other people or bringing other people on board and kind of uh you know there's something really nice about um having lived in a big city before I moved back here again and um, there's something really nice about that the community in the arts community here is small but it's kind of supportive and it's not you know cliqued off into little niches of, of expertise or whatever and yeah. there is uh you know generally a sense of camaraderie and mm -hmm. uh pulling each other through some awful shit as yeah. well you know not just the you know cultural backdrop of of being in the north but also like what Clodagh was talking about this kind of being instrumentalized for your labor as an artist and yeah. the precariousness of our spaces and um but you know like even at a very base level uh array have been my childcare on occasion yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've through various life things you know weddings <laughs> all sorts um and I think uh yeah I think that's really important and it's um it's it's nice to have our art family yeah no totally like Luca is Emma's son and he is our original array baby <laughs> there's about to be two more right? <laughs> yeah so he's been at all the protests um he's definitely key <laughs> but yeah yeah friendship is really important and we are good friends we love each other that's fantastic. Well said. And thanks for saying it. Um, I'm happy to finish up there if you are. Um, yeah. I know you're all extremely busy at the moment. Um, so I wanted to thank you very much for making time to speak to me today. Um, naturally, we're all super excited to see your, your new body of work in Coventry in, in the autumn. So Godspeed, safe travels and best of luck. Thank Thanks you, Joanne. So Thank you. Really lovely experience. Thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to the Van Podcast, a podcast series by Visual Artist Ireland. These podcast interviews are being published every two months on SoundCloud.